Welcome back to uh, a guy learning how to draw, a video podcast of me learning how to draw, teaching myself how to illustrate. Uh, today we are working on a little piece for He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, actually for the documentary, uh, what's it called? It is called Power of Grayskull, the definitive history of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Um, for our Kickstarter campaign, we did a, a crowdsource uh, funding Kickstarter campaign um, for the production of this documentary, and one of the, uh, uh, what do you call it, rewards, I guess, the reward tiers was a poster that we were going to get all of the um, people we interview for the documentary to sign. And we didn't have one, and it's now Tuesday afternoon, and I leave tomorrow uh, for Goddard and then leave, uh, fly out on Thursday to, uh, California. So, I decided to do a, a poster for, uh, for the people to sign. And I'll, I'll get a couple printed and I'll get maybe, you know, we'll save one maybe for ourselves and, and, uh, have one for the, uh, the backer who was gracious enough to, uh, to donate, or not donate, to pledge a, uh, a good sum of money uh, for this uh, this poster, so it's gonna be pretty pretty cool. Really, the valuable thing is all the signatures. So I'm just doing a little piece of He-Man related art um, to go uh, to go with the poster, and then leave some space for them to sign the signatures that are the important part. I've already gone ahead and done uh, some blue line work, which is actually part of what I wanted to talk about a little bit today uh, on the podcast is this is the first time I've ever tried doing anything with a blue line pencil. It obviously makes a lot of sense because my favorite uh, implement for drawing is this uh, two millimeter uh, Statler um, mechanical pencil. I love the this weight of of uh, lead. I love the the design. It's very simple, but like the pencil is uh, it feels more like a pen. So I like this a lot, but of course, with any standard pencil lead, you smudge it all over the page. You end up, uh, you know, when you need to ink and then erase the pencil lines, you end up with a lot of gray smudging ghosted pencil lines uh, residually. And I'm not a big fan of that because it, it results in a lot of cleaning up. So as you know, just like so much of the stuff on this podcast, I, I finally caved and did something that a lot of other people have learned their own way and just have have just you know used the right tools and it works better. So I finally uh, spent the money and splurged and got um, a for some reason remarkably expensive Statler blue line pencil. I'm sure it's not that much different than blue pencil crayon, but maybe I'm wrong, because you can erase it, and I always find that pencil crayons you can't erase, so. Um, but what I what I wanted to do is I, I wanted to try this specific uh, technique of drawing, and if I liked it, I will order online uh, the blue LEDs that go for this uh, pencil, because I can't find them in stores. Michaels doesn't seem to have it, uh, Staples doesn't have it, so um, barring tracing it down or tracking it down at any local art stores, um, I think I'll order some of the LEDs online because I am really liking this. So I went ahead, like I say, and 
started the pencil for this, but uh, prior to doing this uh, this blue line uh, finished piece, I had done a preliminary uh, layout because of the kind of a importance of this specific piece. I wanted to kind of pull out all the stops and do it, you know, by the book. Even though it's a very simple layout, it's just you know two relatively neutral standing figures, um, and. Uh, and a castle background with some with some open negative space. So like I say, pulling in all the stops and kind of doing it by the book, um, I think I'll get a little bit of a tighter result. For instance, I have uh, my, of course, my reference drawings, uh, or my, sorry, of course I have reference photos, which is of course very important. Um, in this case is, is uh, what I was using for uh, Shira's pose. I added a little bit of a different body position, but I took some of the, the basic position from this uh, this photo here. There's one for the male figure, or for He-Man, that I also pulled off, off the internet. And of course I have um, uh, references in here for uh, He-Man's sword, for costuming, and for She-Ra's costume um, specifically, uh, you know, trying to extrapolate from the you know what the headpiece looked like and and do kind of my own version of that but that's my references so definitely having my references and uh, photo references of positioning d done a layout and then translated that layout onto the final page uh, and I also went ahead and did the uh, my one inch in this case they're actually one inch uh, head references so I mean I've got eight heads tall I used one inch as my scale and I've done the two characters uh, to relatively standard uh, proportions based on an eight head heroic figure. So I wanted to really get that right before I, uh, I, I went ahead and finished it. I mean, not to say that I shouldn't do that every single time. Uh, it's just that uh, on a, something like this, I'm going to put a little bit more uh, finished work into it, almost like as if this was a, a client piece. Uh, which is what I'm kind of considering it as. Some of the things that I'm going to talk about once I get into inking that I've been learning uh, through the privilege of having a few uh, great illustrators to to talk to and review some of my work is I'm going to talk a little bit more about um, the actual inking and uh, inking line work that I've been working on um, as well as I mean, in this case, I can't talk too much about composition because it's a very simple, basic composition. But uh, the, the the whole idea of not having tangents um, conflicting between uh, elements of the background or characters, um, and these are kind of fun little tricks that I I've been learning by uh, asking the right questions to the right people. And I guess you can you kind of take it for granted once you kind of get the idea of how to do it right. And uh, yeah, other than, otherwise in this in this piece, some of the concerns I am having in terms of composition is is Shira too uh, dominant in compar comparison to He-Man. Not to say that that's a bad thing, because knowing these knowing these characters, Shira and He-Man are brother and sister. Um, they're both um, they both draw power from from Grayskull, so they are both very powerful. Um, Characters, so it's it's not a bad thing that that she is in this case a bit just a touch taller and as big as He-Man, uh, so that's not a bad thing and still being feminine. Um, for instance, 
I like to draw slightly curvier women. I'm not really going that direction with with my version of She-Ra here, even though I have given her a little bit more in the hips uh, and some stronger thighs. But my and definitely in the in the upper body, my my kind of philosophy on it is if she's gonna you know wield this sword and and uh, you know be this powerful she should um, should look like she should be able to do that like I'm not a fan of of artists who come in and, and do very dainty um, stick thin uh, female characters where you know there's no way that they'd be able to wield a 15 pound blade um, uh, realistically so to me that it's not necessarily the realism it's just sort of the the appeal as well like if she's gonna be strong she needs to be strong so um, I may or may not do some of those lines in the shoulders and stuff like that kind of use this use the uh, the blue line and, and or what I would call at this point the penciling stage uh, to work out some of the shadow and depth uh, work that I want, some of the shading. It's a great opportunity to kind of experiment with all of that because uh, you don't have to commit to it, which is which is nice. Um, it's definitely what I've been trying to understand better is the whole um, using light and, and weight of line and shadow to convey the 3D uh, space. Uh, like, for instance, right here in his um, his fur diaper. I'm working on you know, creating some depth on that by varying the line weights underneath things, underneath his, his belt here. I will for sure shade in those areas as they go under his arms and around his body. A little leaner on this He-Man than maybe some. Uh, still trying to keep the impressive muscle structures that he has. And uh, trying to also wrap my head around uh, actual uh, muscle anatomy, where the, uh, the forearm muscles converge, how the tricep converges on the back of the arm from these perspectives. Also been trying to figure out how the heck to do veins. Um, all these these little things that you just look at other artists and you see the the tricks they're using and you try to emulate that a little bit uh, to get to get those uh, those uh, effects that you want essentially. So I think I'm gonna go in and tighten up this gray skull. I uh, might do that in time-lapse and just get it pretty much ready to ink and I think that it's otherwise pretty pretty near ready to to go um, so we'll give it a shot <laughs> 